Hello, and welcome to FORM, a podcast that explores the artistry and architecture behind communication. I'm Silver Wallace. And I'm Kate Douglas. In this episode, we speak to Bay and Asa, a movement art company directed by Amadi Bay Washington and Sam Asa Pratt. I met Sam and Amadi while working at the off-Broadway show Sleep No More, and they are totally astounding movers and creators. Are they as good a dancer as me? Just different, Silver, just different. (laughs) We talked to Bay and Asa about conflict among collaborators, authenticity, dance as revolution, boundaries, political art making, and so much more. Here's one of our favorite moments from our conversation. Heads up, like all our conversations, this segment is unfiltered. This episode contains explicit language and mature content, so listen at your discretion as we aim to fully form mindful ideas and language. Amadi and I, we're always going to be the most critical of our own work, so it's like, go ahead. Like, I, as... You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm going to be the one shitting on my own stuff more than anybody else in the world. So I'm, I'm, I would love it if there was a more, uh, you know, open dialogue, but I know that that is very hard for a lot of reasons. And sometimes actually when like you get people from outside of the community, those are the most authentic voices because they tend to trust their voice a lot less. Like non-dancers tend to go to dance performances and be like, I didn't really get it. Like, yeah, I was going to ask you about this. Is like, how do people crit- constructively criticize dance? Because like, and I feel the same way about visual art and often about dance. I, I, I can see shapes and see what's pleasing, but it's always a gut thing for me. Whereas when I read a piece of writing or go to the theater, I, I might have more nuance and vocabulary that I've collected to speak about it. But when I see a piece of dance or when I see a, a painting, it's very visceral and very immediate. And so I'm in terms of good or bad, I was like, I wouldn't be able to tell you if dance was good or bad. I could tell you if it affected me and how it affected me and what stuck with me. But what kind of language do you use in terms of shaping criticism in the dance world? Yeah, it's that vibe of like, I like it or I don't like it. And actually actually it's like, like, what am I- Those are personal. And those words like good or bad are overly obtuse, like clearly. And don't- And really just say shit about you personally than they do about the actual work. You know what I mean? Um, But there are certain ways in which, uh, right, I'll speak specifically about ways that dance this summer, some things that I saw, um, I think, uh, you know, there were a couple open air performances that I went to to try to just like, you know, be supportive of the community and see what's doing. And, you know, there was one performance that uh, was prefaced by like, tonight's work is for Brianna. And then they just did some modern dance. And so that for me as a political art maker who took five years for Amadi and I to make uh, you know, this political dance film that we created and spent that time working on this statement and dealing with this rough, turbulent material about America for someone to, I don't know, put a, a political veil uh, just on top of it, um, felt, uh, felt violent, honestly felt and, uh, completely inconsiderate and felt, uh, counterproductive. 
And so when, you know, when I'm speaking about political art in general, which is something that Amadi and I are very interested in. So that's why I'm speaking about it. But um, yeah, so like things, things like that um, are obvious to me that like, you know, this is not, that that's not how you do that. That's not how you don't pretend that is political work. There are a bunch of people out here who've never seen dance. And now they think that that's what that is. You're doing a disservice to the community out here. Yep. And that's uh, that, that can be frustrating. And I think exactly, exactly what Sam just described is why it's hard to talk about dance sometimes, because if somebody says a few words before something like this is for Brianna or this is for all of the unarmed black men that have been shot or like tries to put a message on top of their thing. And then you just see a bunch of slow movement or just dance. gorgeous yeah. line, technical virtuosity. It, it says nothing to us and dance can live in a space that says nothing a lot of the time. I mean, you know, ballets were created to tell very specific stories, but they were also adorned with huge sets and costumes and they were classical narratives. And when we stepped into the 20th century into modern dance and all of that started to be broken down into like, okay, how can we use movement to tell our own stories? And how can we, you know, in postmodernism, they were asking, how can we strip every single thing away? And now we're in an era where like, you know, I think people are building back towards creating narrative work. Uh, we live in what I think people consider to be a somewhat politically charged time, or at least there's like a large amount of political discourse. I know that like in the last five years, I've probably learned more about civics than I ever knew before, just because like, I really hated the president. Um, and he broke a bunch of laws that I did not know existed. And I had to know what those things were in order to like justify my own anger. Um, but you know, speak, speak, speak. but you know, like creating, uh, (laughs) please clock wow speak say it say i'm with you girl um but yeah you know like creating narrative work and creating work that is supposed to live with some sort of meaning um some sort of determinant uh feeling is a really 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 hard thing in dance because it is it doesn't have words And that is what dance makers are constantly trying to figure out. How do I communicate these ideas that I can talk about in a sometimes somewhat esoteric way, but can explain better through movement, but even through movement cannot fully communicate um, in a concrete substantive way sometimes. And I don't want to take, I don't want to take away from dance as an art form or even honestly just art in general as like there is something inherently anti-capitalist beautiful and revolutionary about a body moving in space about gathering to see a piece of theater about gathering in front of a visual art piece there is something inherently revolutionary about that and in a wonderful thing and i don't want to pretend that dance especially needs to have a legible thesis needs to be politically prescriptive, needs to, you don't need to get it. Part of the beauty of the art form is to liberate that thought, liberate that idea into indeterminacy and to have the experience of ambiguity. And that is, you know, that's a, that's an element of dance that we crave and are constantly in search for. And so 
I don't want to say right that it, but if you plaster the message on top, just, you know, if you just like rest it right on top, then that's the thing that uh, I think upsets us as art makers. What you just said really <gasps> struck me <laughs> and silver too. about. Uh, I, I want, could you deep it into that a little, I'd love to hear what do you think dance can communicate better than any other medium mm. or better, what better. better is a tricky word i'm trying to find a, a more precise one what can dance communicate more precisely than any other medium we've both traveled internationally a bunch and we're able to go to senegal together um like two years ago now Whoa, that was, yeah. But without knowing the language and without being proficient in West African dance techniques, we were able to communicate quickly with movement. And I've found in my experience that it is the quickest way to empathy. There is fundamentally just seeing another body create effort like that. There is an, there is an immediate connection, uh, of empathy. And that is, that's, that's unique. And that's, that's a beautiful part of dance, even, you know, from the most virtuosic mover to somebody just in their living room doing something for the first time. I, there is a, there's something inherently powerful about it. Mm -hmm. I don't think there is one specific story that dance can tell better than any other medium or more precisely. I do think what Sam said though is very important. And we both had experience experiences as students and teaching students that have been extremely impactful in our lives. I mean, our first dance class together was this uh, African dance class with this guy named Jamal Jackson. He had dreads all the way down to his ass, just like incredible energy. Like you saw the spirit in his movement. Like that man was moving from his gut. He made you want to move with him. And that's something that you can't put to words in a completely accurate way. You just see it and you feel it. It's the same reason that people watch sports. It's the same reason why we love the Olympics. It's like when you see a body working that hard and then achieve, it's you, you can't help but like get out of your seat and want to do it or at least feel inspired. Like, shit, I wish it's I could. religious. Yeah, it is. It is. It's almost biblical. It's like there's something visceral and exciting about movement that there's nothing else like it, you know? Um, and it's the, and it, like Sam said, it is the fastest way to connect to people. Um, or instead of religious silver, maybe even just fundamental. Yeah. Hey. Which, could be, which could be synonymous yeah. depending on yeah. who you are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Create and Asa is a company creating movement art projects directed by Amadi Bay Washington and Sam Asa Pratt. They have presented at Mark Morris Dance Center, Dixon Place, Gibney Dance Center, and many more. Amadi is a full-time performer in Punch Drunks, NYC production of Sleep No More, and Sam is currently on a world tour with Akram Khan Company. Thank you for listening in. I'm Kate Douglas. And I'm Silver Wallace. Check out our Patreon for more content at patreon.com slash formapodcast. This episode was mixed and produced by me, Kate Douglas. Theme song is by the amazing Warp Trio. Follow us on social at Form Podcast.